Greetings in Yawashkanagaguego. I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino, and if you're tuning in for the first time today, Gaino is a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some of the incredible music from different indigenous artists from across Turtle Island. So for the next hour, I invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the music. As we officially get into the month of March, it's only appropriate to start by commemorating International Women's Month. Of course, uh, a few different nations around the world do celebrate specific days. In the U.S., it's March 8th, but the entire month is recognized internationally. And it feels like an appropriate time to bring my good friend and mentor Joanne Shenandoah back on the show. She's one of the most celebrated indigenous musicians all across Turtle Island. She has 24 albums under her belt, a new one in the works, and a whole lot more cool stuff happening that I'm not at liberty to discuss. In fact, she didn't tell me either, so you're not going to get any clues. But we do have a great chat ahead, and kicking things off for our listening today is one from her latest release at Shenandoah Country, and turn it up and sing along with this one. It's too much like love right here on Gyno. Is the one that you love in love with someone else? Will the dreams that you dream not come true? Was the love that you shared sweeter than you've ever known? Did this moment in time make you blue? Is the one that you love In love with someone else Were the gifts you gave The best you knew All the smiles that you smiled And the tears that you dried Still make you blue than blue too much like love I've always wanted Too much like pain I've always known So don't make me want Love that you offer If it leaves me Here on my own
the song kicking off today's very special edition of Gino is from the latest offering from Joanne Shenandoah, her Shenandoah Country, It's Too Much Like Love. If you're just now tuning in, it's your host. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and uh, today is a rather special day for the show that I've been producing for, uh, I guess, about five years now. It has been officially syndicated, and as I was sitting there thinking, it didn't take a whole lot of thought, but who would I pick to kick this off with me? And the first person that came to mind is one of the originators in the scene, Joanne Shenandoah. She's a Grammy winner, 24 albums, a new one in the works. We have a lot to talk about today, so greetings, Joe. How are you doing today? I'm doing terrific, Brett. It's always great to to hear from you, and congratulations on the syndication. How lovely. Well, I can't thank you enough for believing in me and the show and uh, coming back and chatting with me a little bit. As I was saying, you know, it just felt like the perfect fit. For the odd person out who may be new to the scene or may be new to the music, I was wondering if you could do me a small favor and tell everybody out there a little bit about yourself. Well, Brett, I've been professionally recording. I guess that means that you um, are performing. I guess that means you get paid for that. (laughs) (laughs) But um, all my life, actually, but uh, professionally since 1990. So uh, it's been quite a few years. But I love what I do, and and uh, there you go. Too much like love. It's all about love, right? Uh, what's so fun about this album and that song in particular? It's a country album, but this song, "Too Much Like Love," reminds me a little bit of uh, that rockabilly sound that you know goes back to the origins of good old fashioned rock and roll as well. Well, you know, I have a lot of influences growing up, and my mom and dad both played guitar, and um, they both played the piano. My dad played every stringed instrument. He used to play with Duke Ellington. And I I, I've had many opportunities to perform in many different genres. Mm. So I don't like to be pigeonholed into like, oh, this is just native music or oh, this is just that or this and try to define um, who I am as as an individual because, you know, my awards, um, like from the NAMIs, for example, range from children to traditional, to uh, full symphony. Mm -hmm. And so I love music, and it's just who I am. I mean, that's the vibration of what I carry. And, you know, all these songs that I've written, probably some 400 or 500 songs so far, um, are really um, just an extension of uh, kind of ancestral um, inspiration as well as just living life. And so... I've been blessed to travel the world from uh, Australia to Africa to Korea. I mean, everywhere around the world, bringing music and hoping that it will help to inspire other people to do music as well. You certainly have been doing just that. And later in the show, I want to talk a little bit more about some of the changes that you've seen in the scene. I mean, you're there since... Uh, literally the beginning of what we can consider modern Native American music, you know, and uh, just uh, just a little bit of a retrospective as a matriarch. I want to I want to pick your brain a little bit. But speaking of uh, matriarchy, yeah, of course, uh, how's the family doing, Joe? Oh, the family is doing well, considering the COVID. Hmm. Um, there's always that, you know, tenuous uh, feeling about what's going to be happening in the world. But I think we have to really kind of buck up here and say, hey, look, let's have some faith. Let's love one another. Let's take care of each other. Let's continue being our creative selves. Because during this time, it's very easy to kind of sink into a sort of um, 
fear or depression and there's a pill for everything that on earth that's wrong with you mm. but when we are creative and we nurture our children and i've been so blessed to have a grandchild uh during this time because he's kept us very happy and he's always laughing and he's so funny this morning i gave him a bath and he said i said are you a fish and he goes no i'm precious <laughs> <laughs> that is very precious uh, i'm glad to hear some of your thoughts and insights and you know just the little things i think that uh, people can do to stay afloat during these difficult times yeah i i really have a very positive outlook on life i mean i wake up with a lot of gratitude because as iroquois people haudenosaunee people we know that without gratitude and, and thanksgiving we are lost mm -hmm because we are only thinking of what we don't have as opposed to what we do have. Mm. And just to be grat grateful for the water, for the trees, for the birds who sing, for the plants, the medicines, all the beautiful elements of the earth. And so that's something that I always uh, wake up with. And um, my prayers and meditations are always about that. And I love the idea of trying to instill that, you know, in, into my grandson as well. That's been a near daily experience for my family in the last year and a half is uh, with my boys. Been teaching them the Gononyok, the words before all else that uh, you were just talking yes, about. Exactly. You know, those uh, those words of gratitude. It's a great way to start the day. And, you know, just to echo what you said, I, I wholeheartedly also believe that if we do try to carry about that Thanksgiving with us, we don't need to ask for a whole lot, right? Well, what is it we take with us when we leave, and what will our legacy be? A, a very beautiful teacher of mine, Wilma Mankiller, who was an incredible mentor, and she was the travel chairwoman of the Cherokee Nation in Oklahoma. Um, you know, I'm in her book, Every Day is a Good Day, um, and I'm one of the chapters. And when she came to see me and visited for a week, um, she asked me this question, what will your legacy be? What will you leave behind and how will people remember you? So you think about those things and you say, oh, wow, okay, there. Like, you know, are you worried about what kind of car we drive or how we're going to get through this or, you know, the, the suffering around the world and the violence and all those things that people are focusing on that we could just simply say, I want to be remembered for for the beautiful words that I said or for the vibration of the music, you know, and I told her, I said, that's an incredible question, isn't it? Mm, that's something to ponder on every day, I think. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, OK, so what will we be remembered for when when we um, make our journey to the spirit world? Um, what will people say generations from now? And that's what's so beautiful about um, some of the, the works that we've been you know, involved in. Mm -hmm. Um, we have the nonprofit, the Hiawatha Institute for Indigenous Knowledge, and you know people are are so um, searching for uh, the knowledge and the wisdom of the indigenous peoples because you know on the COVID shot I said okay I'll get the shot if it doesn't have smallpox in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and let's face it, there's uh, some apprehension for good reasons there as well, right? Of course, of course. But I don't think we can live in fear. Right. I, I, that's one thing that's for sure. Absolutely. I, I cannot, um, you know, uh, live that way. I have to say, okay, what are my opportunities? How? What about all the beautiful things that I could do right now? How can I? How can I make change? How can I help to bring some sort of sense of peace? Sure. 
And that was my first Grammy nomination, was The Peacemaker's Journey, telling the story of our peace during a violent time of war when we learned how to forgive. Joanne, I can quite confidently say that years and years down the road, when you're ready to walk off, you know, we're looking down the road decades, you're going to leave behind. Yeah, I a, hope. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to leave behind a rich and beautiful legacy, a part of which, of course, is, is your offspring, Leah and, and Ryder and, you know, the whole family. And, of course, the music that has been born of that as well. So I, I feel like to get into this next block, why don't we play one of Leah's tunes from Spectre and uh, we'll come back in just a few. Looking ahead to the remainder of the show, we're also going to be hearing from Kelly Frazier, Ray Zaragoza, Samantha Crane, and of course plenty more from the always lovely Joanne Shenandoah. At this time, turn it up and sing along with daughter Leah's In My Bones from Spectre today on Gyno. <laughs>
Hey, this is Julian Taylor, and you're listening to Gyno with Brett Maybe.
To you 49ers out there, this is to you.
If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Gino. The song winding down that block of great tunes is After the 49, Joanne Shenandoah from the Loving Ways album with the legendary Paul Ortega. We're going back to, I believe, 1991 with that track, yeah? Oh, it's been quite a while. (laughs) (laughs) And After the 49, do people know what that is? Oh, well, you know, all right, well, let's talk a little bit about that then. Uh, It's a little bit of an inside joke, and I'm assuming uh, that, you know, at least a few people know what the 49 is, but go ahead. (laughs) Well, I think, yeah. Um, Sincerely, um, back in the day, you know, I guess we would call it snagging somebody, but after the powwow. (laughs) The after party. having, Having some fun, but I just... I wrote this song on the way um, to the studio, as a matter of fact. I had Leah writing down the lyrics for me. And I said, hey, let's do a song about the 49. And she was like, okay, I'll write it down. And so she wrote it down for me. And um, I'm really proud of my daughter. She's uh, amazing. Uh, Getting her Ph.D. at Cornell. um, You know, and this uh, particular album you just heard, or the song you just heard from the album Spectra, um, she did with Arrested Development. Hmm. So... You never know where your path is going to take you, but after the 49, it brings back a few memories. <laughs> As I was going through your discography today, I, I wanted to represent a little bit of exactly what you were talking about. It's hard to pigeonhole Joanne Shenandoah. It's impossible. You know, you touched on the classical. You touched on, I guess, the native genre. You also do, uh, you've done spoken word and, and so much more. So I really want to convey that sense of diversity of your art, you know. Well, I just love the challenge of of music, and I also love the challenge of uh, narration. Mm. And I'm doing a Hopi uh, film as we speak. I'm working on that narration, and uh, I'm also love the acting. So I've done some acting in Iceland. It's called The Last Winter. Wait a minute, really? And, uh, that was a lot of fun. With with Ron Perlman. That's news to me. When was this? Oh, this is a while back. <laughs> you can find it. It's called The Last Winter. It's on my website, actually. If you oh. just go to joannesenandoah.com, you'll see um, the variety of things that I've worked on, from, from commercials to narrations to um, acting in film. Um, it, was, it was really a, a really terrific time. I'm not kidding you. It was with Kevin Corrigan of The Departed. It was a lot of fun. We went to Iceland for a month. Huh. So we're on the tundra, it was freezing, and it's, it's all about the environment. That's why I decided to do it. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Gino. I am joined on the line with the legendary Joanne Shenandoah. We're listening to a few tracks uh, from her discography today. We just heard one from the Loving Ways album, and I also have one coming at you uh, from the Life Givers album before this hour is up. Now, if you're new to the conversation, we've been discussing a lot of things, and I want to try and tie it all together right now. Of course, uh, now that we're officially in March, um, it is National Women's History Month, and it seems that you're also involved in a lot of uh, celebrations for this month as well, yeah? Yes, I am. I'm I'm actually going to be um, performing. I'm doing a lot of Zooms, so people can always check the Facebook page. I will always have my... Uh, performances there as well as discussions regarding you know uh women's rights uh the beauty behind uh the contributions of women Mm. and in the iroquois way it was our women our clan mothers who are responsible for the political social and spiritual welfare of the people and i've been on a committee right now with um a a group of in iroquois haudenosaunee people who um have chosen laura cornelius kellogg 
to be a bronze statue in Seneca Falls mm-hmm. at the Women's Rights uh, Hall of Fame region. And um, I'm very excited about that because she was really instrumental in trying to un- unify Oneida people, the Onondaga. So it's very important. She traveled um, overseas. She's traveled in every Iroquois community. Um, she was quite the force. And my grandmother, Mary Cornelius Winder, um, was a midwife at Onondaga. She lived there, and she delivered over 100 babies, and she used to deliver her own babies. And um, She was also a very well-written and um, well-spoken person. She um, was instrumental in the land claim of the Oneida. So she wrote letters to the president, and we have copies of those as well, which is very amazing in her time, you know, with a very limited education. But she was well-read, so um, a very, very instrumental uh, influence of of the Oneida people. So the women's movement is very, very powerful. I've, you know, had the chance to sing in Gloria Steinem's apartment in New York, and... um, you know, I know a lot of very beautiful and powerful ladies who are actually, you know, we, we need to give thanks. It's Women's History Month. We, we need to, like, think on all those ladies who um, gave us, food, fed us, they um, clothed us, they prayed for us, they sang for us, they did all these things um, for us so that we could thrive as a people. And uh, that's very important our, I was on the Ancient Aliens uh, show with Giorgio talking about the woman on top of the capital of the United States, which is also very um, powerful in a way because I think that this woman was Jagunsase, mm. who was the very first woman who actually accepted the message of peace. She became the, known as the Mother of Nations. And uh, all this is very, very powerful because... They were like, is she an alien? And I was like, um, no, I don't think so. But anyway, <laughs> that was something fun to do. Yeah. But I was very um, honored to have my mom as a clan mother. She was a very powerful lady, very um, honored in many ways, mm. um, and very, very giving and kind and did not refuse anyone food. You know, that she was just one of these ladies that just was a powerhouse. Mm. Joe, it sounds like a great time to get back into the tunes right now. Uh, we're going to continue to honor the women in the music scene, the indigenous music scene. We give thanks and honor all the women today. And uh, I have some Ray Zaragoza coming up, one from Kelly Frazier. We're also going to hear Crystal Shawanda. But kicking off this block right now is Joanne's very own. She's an elder. She understands the native ways from the Life Givers album. I turn it up and sing along with this fantastic tune today on Gino. Yokstaha Yagodnio Gulyadase Ngwehuwe Neha 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 
So down depressed, I try to drown it out, try to talk it out. Lost in the crowd, I sing, scream, and shout. But I'll never die. Man, I hate suicide. But I can't hate the ones who did it. That just passed my limit. Sometimes I don't blame him. I couldn't save him. It makes me sad. It makes me feel bad. But we can't control those around us. Depression or mentally ill. These are just a couple that can kill. Let's get some help. I know I'll need some myself. Then the rain dries, just like the tears in your eyes. Life can give you a surprise, bad and good. And in the hood, the pressure is high. Hi, this is Jace Martin, and you're listening to Gyno. I moved out to the city vultures followed me preying on my weakness like it was a disease a few times it brought me to my knees brought me to my knees so I walked into the desert fighting through the heat searching for the answers that I can't seem to see Tired of who they're wanting me to be Wanting me to be When the only thing you left with Are your torn and tattered clothes And you find yourself wandering down A dark and lonely road When you've got a feeling in your heart That no one seems to know Feeling like a complete unknown I'm a I'm a rebel soul I lifted up my head and I walked into the clouds Decided that this moment won't ever get me down Nobody's gonna stop me now Gonna stop me now Feeling in your 
song winding down that block was the latest offering from Samantha Crane. It's a, from an EP that's due out April 9th, so be on the lookout for that. The song is called Bloomsday. You can download that right now. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to Gino. It is Brett maybe checking in with you. And, of course, I'm joined on the line today with Joanne Shenandoah. We have just a little bit more time to talk. And I guess um, to wrap things up today, just a few more quick questions. Uh, you've, As we've mentioned before, you've been on the scene for a number of, of decades now, and you've seen uh, so much. You've traveled around the world. What are your impressions of the state of Native American music right now? How far have we actually come, and how far do we have to go? Well, I think uh, it's very important that people are reaching out to Indigenous peoples for their knowledge and for their wisdom and also for their music, because music is celebration. Just this week alone, I've been in touch with Robbie Robertson, Sashin Littlefeather. I've talked to Lindsay Wagner, the bionic woman. No, no. <laughs> I mean, because she used to date Charlie Hill. I don't know if you knew that. But anyway, <laughs> um, and, and R.C. Nakai, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Carlos Nakai. I mean, all these wonderful people and beautiful musicians who can take that beautiful knowledge that we've been given and actually penetrate the market around the world. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. I get letters and emails every day from people all over the earth who are saying that my music has changed their life. And they either decided that they would try to learn more about it or some people decided they would not um, end their life. Some people say that it's helped them through some very difficult times, and that's what it's all about. I can't thank you enough for your insights, and it's really incredible to be able to uh, feel that feeling of um, lightness every time I talk to you. It's so inspiring, and I (laughs) I can't thank you enough, uh, you know, for kind of taking me under your wing. As we were kind of mentioning at the beginning of the show, you know, you really helped to give me a lot of the confidence that I feel that I was at least lacking. And uh, so we've talked about a lot in such a short amount of time today. Um, I know you're busy throughout the whole month of March and and obviously beyond. What else can you talk about? What else is on the horizon? I know there are some things that you have to sign NDAs for and things like that, but uh, what else is up for Joanne Shenandoah right now? Well, let's put it this way. There are people out there that are doing some amazing things. Um, And Netflix has um, signed on to... um, invest in indigenous culture so there's netflix warner brothers disney channel all kinds of things that i'm involved in that i would love to talk about and that gives us another chance i can't wait for that (laughs) uh where can people find you at joe uh just joanne j-o-a-n-n-e shenandoah s-h-e-n-a-n-d-o-a-h.com they can find me there I understand uh, you have a new album in the works as well, correct? I do, and it's a variety of the most beautiful love songs Mm. from my travels to Palestine and Bethlehem to sing on the manger square on Christmas Eve. Um, Love songs, just very, very beautiful. And I'm hoping um, that I get some very... uh, incredible people involved that's what i'm working on right now is it too early for a projected release date Uh, a little bit with the covid yeah um but i would say at least by the fall i will probably have that in the bag well of course (laughs) that'll give us plenty more opportunities to talk i can't wait to get together soon and hopefully do a little music ourselves and uh joanne thank you so much for chatting with me today and helping to kick off the syndication of gyno 
Uh, it's really been fantastic to uh, always pick your brain, and, and I thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, you know, go to you. Thank you. A big thank you to you, and you're so talented. You really are. I'm very happy for you, and I'm looking forward to future discussions and more music. This song is dedicated to the missing and murdered Indigenous women. Mason Disu, our creator, bring them home.
to hear this and past episodes of Gyno, visit WGWEFM.com under the podcast section. Also, visit for station info, entertainment, community announcements, our social media pages, and more. And are streaming around the world, so listen from your desktop, laptop, notebook, or tablet. Or pick up our app for your Apple or Android phones. Shiver down my spine. Well, the way you move me, make me alive. And the way you move me, make me feel love. Well, the way you move me. Anytime you want to hear me. My-